Whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi Podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about season 14, episode 19, I Want to Be Adored. And Kelsey, will you please read us the Degrassi wiki summary? Sure. (laughs) Claire's been absent from prom committee meetings and Allie's starting to get worried. Something is up with her best friend, but somehow Allie isn't in the loop this time. Zig needs somewhere to go, seeing as his mom isn't ready to take him back just yet. Tiny and his brother Vince take Zig in, but Zig is unprepared for the lifestyle adjustment. Tristan is trying online dating, but his profile isn't getting much action. After some adjustments, in quotations, <laughs> he catches the attention of a hardcore suitor. Or handsome. Har- handsome suitor. I can't read from this hardcore. far away. You're <laughs> not that far. I know. My eyesight's bad. The only problem is Tristan is nothing like his new profile. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I was thinking? I was thinking like hardcore, like active guy. You, did you know you're not hardcore unless you live hardcore? <laughs> I did know that. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess that's true. Can I blame it on the fact that I've had three sips of this vodka soda? <laughs> you, like, you literally just did? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's kicked in yet. <laughs> um, but the episode is called I Want to Be Adored, which is a 1989 Stone Roses song. And I guess this just mostly ties into... Tristan's storyline because he wants to be adored he wants a boy to like him because Miles doesn't anymore (laughs) I guess yeah yeah and dating is hard dating is hard especially if you're one of the only out teens in your town truly I can only imagine it sounds like a nightmare yeah because dating is already a nightmare (laughs) so that on top of it yeah it's like So my experience as being, like, bi in high school, I think was different than, like, what this would be or what, like, other, like, especially more, like, I don't know. Like, I hung out with, like, the weird kids and, like, most of the girls were kind of experimenting anyway. (laughs) So it wasn't that hard for me. But also I had, like, a lot of problems with, like, dating some, like, all across high school. Maybe it was just that, like, hooking up with people wasn't that hard, but dating women yeah. was really hard because it was, like, they'd be, like, kind of wishy-washy on, like, a commitment thing and then, like, be like, fuck you, I'm going to go date a guy. Like, or you would be, like, there. I was I was someone's secret girlfriend for, like, a while. Fun. Yeah, while they dated a guy. Great. Which, yeah. <laughs> so I, I guess it's just hard in different ways. Yeah. It was also when you were in high school when we were in high school times were also different so people were not as like open about or not as willing to commit to what they their sexuality might be because of the stigmas i mean maybe especially if you were bi maybe it was like i don't want to make a decision if it's controversial i'm gonna go date a guy now bye (laughs) exactly like my my secret relationship with that girl was like way healthier than her real relationship with a dude and it always felt like that was like the more like real relationship but right. it was not like the public relationship yeah so uh, yeah i mean it's it's tricky weird and tricky in, in different ways for different people in high school in like small towns yeah also i think being like coastal and close to the city like made things a lot easier oh yeah nobody was out at my high school there were I'm like trying to think I think there was were maybe like under five people out at my high school while I was there if that people did not come out in my high school it was mostly like I will come out when I go to college because I don't want to deal with it here yeah just because it was just so like not even that I think I don't know. It was just like it was such like a like upper middle class waspy area where it's just even if in reality most people probably wouldn't care. It's just still like the idea of like I don't want to make a fuss. I don't want to be other in any way. Totally. And I think the only reason that like my friend group was so willing to like kind of explore or whatever was like the like 
popular kids and like the people like trying to fit in really hard were definitely like in that vein but like I hung you out were with just people so who far were, outside of that people like the people I hung out with were like obnoxiously trying not to fit in <laughs> to the point where I feel like some of the like like queerness was an act in that way yeah it was which like it's not you know I'm not gonna like tell people what they are and what they aren't because that's not my fucking business but just in my personal experience with one of the girls that I dated <laughs> I was like nah you do this so boys will look at us when we make out yeah I don't know, that might just be a bitter thing for me. I mean, but I'm sure, but I think some people, I'm sure some people do that, or I don't know. I think that's also just like high school, being young, exactly. figuring out your sexuality and how to own your sexuality and what that means. And and also just like being comfortable in your own skin and like, like if that was a performative thing to try to get attention, like that's also just such a high school thing, whether it's like your sexuality or like your personality or like whatever some people tried weird different things sometimes offensive things to get attention of other people in high school for sure so we went off the rails yeah we feel sad for for tristan yes god wow we've only gotten to the description i feel like i totally misremember the throwback thursday episode because i remembered him and miles being together yeah me too. But maybe they were just friends? I don't think so. <laughs> I think we... I have a feeling they get back together. I don't know. It was like season two of Next Class. That's right? true. Yeah. So a lot of can happen. You guys, we're really excited for Next Class. Yeah. We're trying to line up some guests for the last few episodes Before of we go on Next a break? Generation, <laughs> no promises because Kelsey literally just texted I them just, now. I just texted like three people and I was like, <laughs> I forgot to do this. Do you want to be on the show? You have a month. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. We have four more episodes after this one and then we're taking a break. And then um, we'll see you guys in the new year. In 2020. 2020. <laughs> Unlike my vision. New Look. year, new class. <laughs> yes. Should we change our name? No. We're still a Degrassi podcast. <laughs> I thought we were a Degrassi, whatever you say. Yeah, we are a Degrassi podcast. You're right. You're right. I mean, I think in our description we say next generation, but like this is still kind of that maybe a little bit. Yeah. Who knows? We, uh, I can also just update our descriptions. True. Degrassi, the next generation, slash Degrassi, next class. They're just Degrassi, <laughs> but yeah. not the old one, <laughs> not the OG. Exactly. Degrassi, next gener- generation on. Anyway, that was the description and a lot of rambling about high school, which happens a lot on the show. Yeah, it's kind of our thing. Anyway, then let's get into the episode. So it starts with Allie, like, showing off, like, a demonstration of what she wants to pl- the plan to be for prom, which is inspired by Starry Night, apparently. Honestly, not a terrible idea. No. I think I would have liked, I remember, actually, my prom dress reminded me of a Starry Night. I nice. remember sending that in a text message <laughs> um, on a flip phone. But I think that's a pretty good prom theme. Also, I don't know that I had a prom theme. Ours was always casino night. We've talked about this many yes, times. <laughs> yes, I just am pretty sure mine was not themed. We, yeah, all our other, all of our like casual, like not formal dances had themes, but all of our formal ones were like the same thing every time. I don't know. Casino night sounds fun. It also reminds me of that episode of The Office. It wasn't like that. I mean, it, it was a little bit, but not really like that. <laughs> it wasn't in a warehouse. <laughs> No, it was at Sacramento State University. (laughs) Very fun. In the ballroom. I feel like I've mentioned this before, but I did stay at the hotel that my prom was at for a wedding like two years ago. Oh, yeah. You told me that. (laughs) Yeah. It was weird. Um, But because I went to prom in 2009 and 2010, Poker Face was played a lot at our prom. I'm sure. (laughs) It was played at mine and we were not casino. It was played like multiple times. (laughs) Um, But anyway... But yeah, I feel like, I mean, I'm sure high schools across America have like prom themes. Can but, you guys tweet at us your prom like, themes? Yeah, what was your I'm, prom theme I'm if curious. you had one? Because I feel like watching movies and TV, it, they 
the prom thing was always such a big deal and I never had that. No. <laughs> it was always just like, it's gonna be casino night. And like people were like, what should our prom colors be? And I'm like, I have, I don't know what that is like to like be concerned about the colors for your prom. No. <laughs> or the theme no. or whatever. I have so many prom regrets. Like it's ultimately not an important thing, but like I hated my dress, hated my hair, hated my date. Prom was a mess for me. Prom is like New Year's Eve in that like you have so many expectations for what you want to be and it always ends up not meeting those expectations no matter like how it actually was I think my hair and my outfit for junior prom were so much better yeah I I like my junior prom better too but I went with a guy that I didn't care about and it wasn't as big of a deal as senior prom and then I just squandered senior prom mine was opposite (laughs) my junior prom like I went with someone who I liked I had a better hair I had a better outfit and then senior prom it was like a fucking scramble because I was like I have anybody to go with and I went with like a fucking sophomore and it was I mean he was a very nice boy but I was like I didn't know you before this experience (laughs) but I have to have a date because I feel like all my friends do it was weird yeah I went with like my for junior prom I went with my best friend's neighbor who was like a year above us it was fine we used to hook up anyway, so it wasn't like it, <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't a random person. It wasn't like super unusual, <laughs> but we weren't like I wasn't like interested in dating him in any way, and yeah. vice versa. Yeah, and I think me being like, "Let's go to junior prom," made him think that I wanted to date him, so mm. it was like a little bit weird. And I was like, I just... "My junior prom was also more fun because like other people in my group had drama that I wasn't involved with, so it was fun to watch that from afar." Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> There was a lot of gossiping after prom. Oh, also a waiter at my junior prom dropped an entire tray of salads on top of my date. Oh my god. <laughs> we we didn't eat at prom. What? We had to like we got we had to eat dinner before prom. I don't think they provided any if they provided food it was like snacks or like desserts or something, but we didn't have like a catered prom. Oh no, this was like full wedding. Yeah, we didn't have that. Yeah, it was wild. I guess we had some kind of a budget because we had it in a ballroom at, like, the college, the city college, but (laughs) it wasn't, like, budget in that we're going to feed you budget. Yeah, ours was arguably, like, too fancy, but, (laughs) you know. It varies, man. didn't put any money into the arts, so you might as well put it into prom. Actually, I feel like theater was pretty big at our school. Oh, never in girls' sports. When I played soccer, we had to drive ourselves to, like, away games and shit, but I'm pretty sure all the boys' teams got buses. That sounds right. Yeah. The only Oh, and our uniforms were so old. The only girls' team at my high school that they funded was basketball. Same. Because they won constantly. Same with mine. My, like, favorite history teacher was the basketball coach. I feel like a history teacher was our basketball coach. (laughs) We won, like, the state championship my senior year, I think, or the basketball team did. I don't know. All the girls on the basketball team were bitches, though, and I hated most of them. I don't remember any of the girls on the basketball (laughs) team. Also, you know that the basketball team was a big deal if I remember that they existed. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. They were a big fucking deal. Yeah. So was our boys football, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I guess ours technically was, but I don't think we ever made it that far, like, in the playoffs ever. They did really well. They used to do, like, championships at, like, Giant Stadium. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Which was wild. It was, like, state or whatever. I don't think our football team was ever that good. At least not when I was there. I don't know. My dad was on the football team. He was, like, super jock, and they had, like, his year. I guess they did, like, really, really well. So they had all these, like, caricature cartoons hanging on the wall of every person that was on the football team so at your dad, high school yeah so, so your dad was, so on, my the dad was on the wall <laughs> and i was like yeah we are different humans that's so weird we are deeply different humans yeah my dad played sports in high school but he played like lacrosse and soccer because he's very waspy and from the east coast yeah. but i don't it wasn't like that big of a like, but it's, like, still lacrosse, so it's, like, probably still one of the most underfunded boys sports teams yeah. <laughs> Anyway, we have gone off on another tangent about sports of all things. I know. Well, now I High school just, sports. Like, want to talk to you about my dad because I saw him this weekend. But let's move on. <laughs> Drew does not like Allie's story. We literally read my first note. Me too. <laughs> oh my minutes, god! Man. We need to 
drink on more episodes. It I get, yeah, because I know content. it's not because we haven't been seeing each other outside of this because I saw you on Sunday and it's now true. we're in a weekly trivia league. I know. Can I just tell you, I'm so excited. I told my therapist about how excited <laughs> I am. I was like, I'm going to get to hang out with Holland every single week for not podcasts. And we're going to do gonna trivia. Great. And we're going to be competitive. And Ron joined our team. He's my new friend. Yeah. And our team name is Godzilla, the king of queens. I'm excited for your Photoshop skills. I know Allegra's been sending you things. She has constantly. And I haven't had time to actually do anything because work's been crazy. But it's going to be really good. We're going to have t-shirts. So I guess for the next four weeks, you will hear our trivia updates on this podcast. Um. Anyway, anyway, Drew wants to do. Drew like hates a the idea. Prom. He, he wants, wants to it to be on a boat. boat, which I think we did for like after prom or after graduation was like a boat thing that I don't think anyone went to. I feel like boat things. I don't like the idea because you can't leave. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like the last thing I want is to be trapped on a boat with yeah. all of my peers in high school. No. But These people don't like me. They might throw me overboard. This also reminds me of an episode of The Office, The Booze Crew. Yes. Oh, my God. So many episodes. It also reminds me of there was a, like a casino a casino night on a boat in Daria. It was oh, like was casino there? Cruise. Yeah. Was there one on Dawson's Creek? I can't remember. I never saw Dawson's Creek. Oh, you should watch it. It's good. It's on Hulu. Anyway. Anyway. Drew. Yeah. Drew wants to do Harbor Cruise and Allie's outvoted. But apparently Allie and Claire have been planning this, like, Starry Night prom theme since grade nine, which, since when? <laughs> I feel like, but when she said that, I feel like I've heard her and Claire mention that before. Really? Yeah, I think this is, like, an actual, like, canon thing. Like, this isn't, like, out of nowhere. Again, I've said this many times. Most of the stuff cannot be, is not left in my brain. I get it. Um, I could be wrong. I but Jenna and Connor are here. For once. For once. For like five seconds. Yep. Um, but Allie's outvoted on this prom plan. It's going to be a harbor cruise. And now, but she still has to be responsible for planning it. Which sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Drew was like, no, do my idea. Also plan it. Bye. Yeah, Which, basically. Like, Drew is like just the ultimate dude. Which like, I think Allie is like the social chair or whatever. But still, yeah. it sucks but that. Like, but it's also like, she's the social chair. I feel like, like, it's not, she should have more of a say over what the prom will be than yeah. you do, Drew. Just because he's the class president does not mean that he has say over prom. I mean, I feel like everyone there was more on board with the Harbor Cruise. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It was weird. My next note is Gangoster thinks <laughs> Zig is an idiot. So Zig's Gangoster is giving him shit for ruining his home situation. Yeah, because he's ruining his home situation. Yeah, and apparently his mom is not on board for having Zig come stay with him yeah. because of, like, the he was present for that stabbing that happened. Yeah, which, why does she know? Also, it's not his fault. He wasn't maybe, the one maybe who... Maybe she knows because she knows his, like... Oh, yeah, the neighbor, yeah. Damien. Yeah. Damon. What's his name? I think it's Damien. Damon? No, I think it's Damon. I think you always think it's Damien, and I'm always like, nobody should be named Damien. It's the devil name. I'm not saying that people aren't named Damien, (laughs) but I'm saying people shouldn't be named Damien. I know people named worse. I met a girl named Pockets once. Pockets? Yeah, it was her real name. Pockets? It was her legal name. Pockets. Yikes. I wonder what happened to her when that Natasha Benningfield song came out, man. Oh, boy. (laughs) <laughs> I got a pockets, got a pockets for the sunshine. Make me think of Easy A. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, his mom is like, "Oh no, I don't want him to live with me anymore." And it's then a real bummer. But Gangoster so, is gonna talk to his mom. Yeah, but apparently Zig's only other alternative is living with Tiny and Vince. And I'm like, if this is the alternative, I feel like Maya's mom should make an exception and just like yeah. in like institute stricter rules about their like interaction in the home or something. Yeah. Because, like, that's not a good, like, that, as we see, is just putting him back in, like, the exact same situation that he was, like, saved from. Yeah. This is a terrible idea. It's really bad. I'm like, ugh, this is stupid. Anyway, Miles is asking, oh, and then we're with Miles, who's asking Tristan and Zoe if they want to go see Kendrick Lamar. Which I think, I think, I think is, I think is, like, musical act that they've mentioned on this show. 100,000%. Especially because the last one that was mentioned was Imagine Dragons. <laughs> yes, cosine. Um, 
The cool, and then like second coolest, I think would maybe be Taking Back Sunday, like for yeah, the time that the they time. were mentioned. Yeah. Um, otherwise, we also might be biased on that one. But I mean, compared to literally all the other bands mentioned on the show, yeah, I feel like it's not even like us being really subjective about it. That's true. Um, Kiki I like Palmer. Kid Elric. <laughs> Which I'm still floored Fake by Kid the Rock. reveal of Kid <laughs> Oh it my god. <laughs> Do you think, wait, I have a really important question. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Kid Elric is a Trump supporter? I mean, would it, is he Canadian? Would it matter? I mean, spiritually. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I want to say my gut reaction is yes, yes, but I'm also wondering, like, if he is that, but also Canadian, would he even give a shit about America? I feel like people still have an opinion. Everywhere. I guess that's true. Yeah. So probably. Um, or he's running for office himself or both. Oh, no. Because didn't a kid rock run for something or he wanted to? Or probably. Like, said he would, but I don't know. Probably. He's a monster. Yeah. I mean, that, or just even that abomination that like combined werewolves in London and uh, Sweet Home Alabama, whatever that fucking song was that played forever. That was also horrible. Just ruining because it starts off and you're like, oh, is this a good song? Oh no 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 no, No. it's Kid Rock. Okay. Anyway, not Kid Kid Rock. (laughs) See now I'm just confusing them. (laughs) The same person. Oh, I I'm forgot about Bawa and Taba. Why did you forget about Bawa and Taba? Tabang, tabang. Oh, oh, my God. Gibberish. White trash gibberish. Anyway, Tristan suspects that my Tristan and Zoe kind of, like, shrug him off. And Tristan suspects that Miles is only being nice and, like, civil because he has a new crush now. And Zoe immediately thinks that it's her. And she's probably right. I guess. I can't fucking figure out Miles anymore, to be quite honest. I think Miles needs to do, like, some soul searching and be alone for a little bit. He really does. I there's But he also, enough... like, needs a friend right now. He does. And there's... he doesn't seem like he has any. No, he needs friends. What happened also, to Winston? There's, like, not enough to him. Well, maybe he's mad at him because of the Frankie stuff. I was just going to say, we have not, like, circled back to that at all. Nope. Like, even in this play... They, they're, they're just, just like rehearsing. They're just near each other, but like not really talking. Yeah, weird. Very weird. Anyway, um, maybe we'll get some closure in these next four episodes. And Grace is on some like food truck, but I guess it's like a cell phone truck. Was this yeah. established? I was it confused was not by because this. I'm really confused. So basically, she was saying like that they have to give them a dollar for stashing their phone, but I'm, but it looks like it. But it's in a food truck, and I'm like, is it school sanctioned? Is it not school sanctioned? I have no idea what this is. Do they take their phones forever? Is that, like, I feel like the most logic I could come to for this is maybe she has a thing where she's charging kids a dollar to keep their cell phones in this truck so that they can get it back at lunchtime or whatever. Maybe. I mean, but why would the school allow this truck to be on school property? Unclear. Also, how is she paying for the truck? Because I feel like... Renting out a truck for, like, the full week is going to cost more than a dollar a day from every kid in the school. I don't understand what this truck is. Um, It has not been established, and I am confused. Don't know. Zoe, but, like, Tristan is talking to Zoe and Grace about, like, online dating and how it's a nightmare and how he's not, like, getting any bites or whatever. I still hate that it's called Tinder. Oh, God, was it? I didn't miss. I missed that. It's Tinder, and it really bums me out. Ew. And I also don't like to say it out loud, so I'm never going to do it again. Again, teen dating apps, that just sounds like a recipe for disaster and, like, lawsuits and creepiness. Yeah. That is just, like... Because how do you, like, regulate that? It's an invite for pedophiles is what it is. Exactly. We said this, like, the last time online dating came up. But... It is. But Zoe and Grace want to make over Tristan's dating profile, basically. Um, But then we're with Allie and Claire, and Allie's pissed that Claire missed the prom vote. And this is when we find out that Claire has not told Allie about how she lost the baby. Yep, 
And they're kind of sniping back and forth at each other, which is valid. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Allie doesn't know what's happening, and Claire keeps bailing on her, and Claire is reasonably dealing with some shit and yeah. doesn't want to deal with Allie being like, why won't you talk to me? Yeah. But also, she should talk to Allie. She'll feel better. Yeah. Um, And then we reached my first and maybe only fashion notes. I have one fashion note. So. I just wrote, Allie's highlights. Oh my god, mine was also that I love Allie's hair. <laughs> and Tristan's tank top. Because yeah. he takes a photo shoot and, like, flexes, maybe? Yeah. Overall. Imogen's overalls. That's my last note. That's all I got. Yeah, this was not really a fashion-forward kind of app. No. Maya didn't wear any leopard print. I no, think, she didn't. I was really the downfall. She also wasn't really in it that much. No. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, Zoe is, like, I was, like, confused whether Zoe was going to try to Photoshop Tristan's profile, or I guess they were just, like, taking, like, specifically angled photos to make Tristan seem like jockier, I guess, or yeah, more it active. Was, it was more like costume change and content change. Yeah. Also, don't lie in your dating profile because then you're going to have to date someone who thinks that you're a different human. Which is exactly what happens. Um, so after he's updated this profile, he immediately gets matched with some guy named Gage who wants to go hiking with him. And now Tristan's like, crap, now I have to go hiking. Um... But then we're with Dallas and Allie, and we find out that Dallas got recruited to be on a Japanese hockey team next year, which, like, go name Dallas. The, name but the paper cranes. Also, I right. didn't Google or ask anyone if this is real, but I feel oh. like it might be. Let's see. Let's find out together. Pa- Japanese paper cranes hockey. Yeah. Um, yeah, they are. They are. All right. Nice. All right, cool. Also, they've been around for longer than a lot of American teams, so that's pretty cool. I just want to see where in Japan it is. <laughs> cool. That's awesome. Um, good for Dallas. Good for Dallas. He's going to be ah, in Japan. Not super close to Tokyo. He's going to be way north Japan. Why am I looking at this on the air? Anyway. Um. But Allie is just talking to him about how she thinks Claire's ditching her and like leaving her behind and like they're very they feel very distant. She's basically she's venting to him at the dot. And Eli overhears and he's like, I wouldn't think you of all people would be so insensitive to her during this time. And yeah. she's like, She's not the first person to get pregnant. <laughs> and he's like, he just spills the beans right he's out like, there. Yeah, he just tells her, like, she lost the baby. I'm surprised she didn't tell you. And Allie's like, so am I. I'm glad he did, though. Yeah, honestly. I'm like, that's a breach of trust, and that's not cool. Like, Allie needed to know, and I think Eli is just like, I'm sick of all the, like, teenager bullshit. And And it also is his, like, news to share as well. Like, it's also a trauma that he experienced with Claire, so. Yeah, he's upset. It's not totally a breach. Yeah, I'm sure he doesn't want to hear her, like, bitching about Claire when this exact stuff is going on when he's upset and dealing with things yeah um oh man but they're with Tristan and Gage in the middle of the woods and I'm like this is a really sketchy first date dude (laughs) like luckily Gage is not actually sketchy but like bold to meet in a goddamn ravine for your first date like this could be a murder situation I want mid-hike so i want to think that they met in like public in a public first. space but like, still you're going to not a public space yeah, later yeah and i still don't like it <laughs> i mean with I, a stranger I, I think also it's different the attitude is different when it, you're a dude yeah, that's true i i feel like they're less aware and less concerned about that kind of thing that's true because i don't know that many women that would be like yeah let's meet up in the <laughs> yeah, park let's go in the middle of the woods although both of us have gone on park first dates after meeting in a public place yeah but they're like public public parks yeah in like a city yeah. <laughs> i didn't go hiking with anybody that is true uh but that's also true Anyway, um, but Tristan is struggling on this hiking date. Um, But Gage is, like, really amped about it. But then we're with Zig, who is, like, coming home to Vince and Tiny. And Vince is giving Zig a hard time for, like, missing out on socializing with them. Because he doesn't get their, like, weird bread sandwich inside joke or whatever. 
And Zig's like, sorry, I have play practice. And then he just gets peer pressured into like drinking beer and playing video games with them. Yeah. That was yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm like trying to like, like that. For Zig, that's a, it's like very clearly like, it seems like innocuous, like playing, like playing video games and drinking beer and like broing out. But, but it's, it's like, like with a gang member. But it's like slippery slope kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's not just that it's a gang member. It's that it's a gang member of a gang he used to be involved in and successfully left. Exactly. Like, I think if you're just drinking and playing video games with a gang member, like, it's cool. But if you, like, are trying to ghost this gang and you were involved in this gang. Like, I feel like this shouldn't be allowed by the gang ghoster guy. No. Why is he, allow- why is he going back? Well, like, I think kind of convinced him that he was like, well, Tiny is going to have my back because Tiny has managed to kind of gang ghost while still living with Vince. I mean, has he, though? Unclear. As we see at the end. I feel like living with Vince is just a terrible idea for both of them. Yes. I don't understand how it's happening. I mean, I'm, I mean, it's happening because they probably don't have any other options. And that's how, like, the vicious cycle continues because it's, like, the only option that people have but it's like but if you have the gang ghoster involved like can't can't we get set up with like us like foster care or something or i like i know that's a whole other issue and like or like a group home or like a something a play like i don't know there has to be some kind of resources to look into i don't know at least that's like the optimist in me wanting that to be an option yeah Stay um, with the gang ghoster. I know he can't take in, like, every stray boy, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. still. Um, it's a slippery slope, and I'm nervous for him. But then this fucking prodigal Jesus, whatever the hell their band is called. Oh God. It's prodigal something. I'm like, they need to stop. And so they're performing for, like, Allie and the social committee or whatever, and we find out that they're auditioning to, like, for the song to play over a slideshow. Which I'm yeah. like, slap some fucking Green Day time of your life on Hell that yeah. and call it a day. We don't need a live performance yeah. playing over a slideshow. Are you kidding me? Yeah, or you can do like a throwback or pictures to of C. you, pictures of me, that fucking song. There you go. Or <laughs> vitamin C throwback. Oh, that song is really long. So it would work they, for a really long slideshow. Long slideshow. You'd probably need a couple songs for the slideshow. Sure. Like trying to manage like. I mean, I guess, yes, like, let's support our, like, child artists, but also, I don't want to listen to Becky and Jesus Boy anymore. Hell no. Also, why are they auditioning people for... A slideshow. Why not Why not audition people for the whole prom? Just... And why not audition real bands? Yeah, I'm confused. I just... Why is it so specific? I don't understand. I feel like you are giving yourself more work. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but then Al- Claire shows up like with coffee and is running late and Allie's like don't worry like you don't have to be here anymore like you just like do you and Claire's like wait so now you don't want me to help what's going on and then she's like oh wait Eli told you didn't he and they're just like still just so out of sync and they're like still bickering and I don't like it they're like she's like uh Eli told you whatever I'm going through things and Allie's like I just I like you need to talk to me and Claire's like I don't want to talk to you I don't know yeah Claire's going through her shit and it's frustrating to watch because I'm like Allie's just gonna help but also like Claire has to feel all of her feelings and And Allie needs to give her some space yeah like let Claire tell you when she's ready to tell you because like Allie's demeanor did like fully do a 180 yeah I totally understand that impulse but also like yeah, Claire didn't want her to be, like, treated with, like, kid gloves. Oh, yeah, she and... didn't want people to treat her differently, which is why she didn't tell people. Right. Yeah. Um, but also, sometimes you just need to relay information. Yeah. But then we're at this play rehearsal, and Zig is late and moody. And he says, can it, glasses. <laughs> right. And which I enjoyed. then he's like talking to Imogen. He's like, sorry, I didn't go to bed till really late. Like birds were chirping, la la la. And Imogen's like, you got to put your foot down. I'm like, like, come on, like stick to your responsibilities. And I'm like, it's not that easy. She's like, she's doing like a really good tough love speech, but she has no background. Yeah, no so context. It's not helpful. Um, but then we're with Tristan, who's all, like, scuffed and bruised from his date. And apparently Gage wants a second date, but Tristan's like, So how Ugh. are you that cut up from hiking? 
maybe he fell a lot. <laughs> but get, but apparently, like, the date went well, but Tristan's like, oh, no, I wasn't, like, this is not me. Even, like, he just wants to date this version of myself. That is not me. But. And Zoe uh, tells him that he should be himself on yeah. the date. Because her reasoning, which is pretty sound, is he liked parts of you. He might like all of you. Exactly. Um, but then we're with Allie, who's very half-assedly, like, proposing the prom boat thing to Miss Pill, because she doesn't want to do it. But Miss Pill is, like, super down for the boat prom. Which is surprising. Yeah. And, and I'm wondering if it's because she can keep people trapped on a boat. Probably. <laughs> there's only so many places people can go. Probably. But also, I feel like there's a lot more liability, because people can fall off that boat. I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> um... And they, like, have, like, a little, like, did you have help, like, with this thing? And Allie's like, I was supposed to. And then Mrs. Pill's like, Claire's been going through a lot, huh? <laughs> I don't yeah. know. It was, like, a weird conversation. It was. She's like, she's had a hard year. Yeah. Which, like, haven't you only been here for two weeks? <laughs> I mean, people probably talk, man. That's like, she's, when she started, Claire was pregnant. So, and you sure. probably heard, like, oh, she had cancer last year. Um. But then we're with Gage. We're like on the second date. Engage is like offering Tristan kombucha because, of course, he drinks kombucha. Yep. And Tristan comes clean about his like non sportiness. Engage is also like, I don't like being active all the time either. And then they are like commiserate over like online dating and like being out in being, high school and having and- to like put up like a front that you like are so awesome and have everything together because. Dating's really hard, and you feel like you have to be, like, on all the time. I don't know. Yeah. And then they decide to go talk about Chopped. Yeah. Which is my ideal date. Great. I watch so much Chopped. <laughs> Chopped is great. Um, but, yeah, and it's like, oh, this is going well. And then we're with – we're at Tiny's house, and – Vince is giving Zig a hard time for being in the musical and Zig is like standing up for himself and then Vince is like, okay, well perform for me. And I thought that was very weird. It is weird. <laughs> it's weird as fuck. I have no other way to... It's very strange. It's weird. It feels like a weird, like, I don't know. But real quick, then we're back to after the date. Is it the... I don't remember. It's after the date and it yeah, seems no, like it went well. Day, we yeah. Leave. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, because we're at the dot. And then, like, Gage gets up to leave. And then Zoe and Tristan are like, oh, it went well. Great. And then Zoe's like, that's awesome. Like, it's good to see you moving on. Good mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, and then as soon as Tristan much. leaves, Zoe, like, goes and walks up to Miles and is like, so, like, do you still need someone to go to Kendrick Lamar with? And Miles is like, I did, but I found someone. And then she's like, oh. And he's like, it's you, right? That's what you were asking me. It was he. He, like, said it in a really weird way. It was weird. It was like, I was like, are you <laughs> flirting? I can't really tell because I don't know what what's you're going saying on. is weird. It was weird. It was weird. Um, but now they're going to Kendrick Lamar, I guess. And then Allie goes over to Claire's house and brings her yellow roses because they symbolize friendship. And they're finally talking things out. And Claire comes clean about how she, like, can't be around Allie because it seems like she has everything, like, figured out. She knows where she's going to school. She has, like, the boyfriend. She's got the prom. She's got all this stuff going on. Um, And Claire feels like she doesn't have anything. And Allie's like, but you have me. And they have each other. And they hug and make up. And it's sweet. It's great. And they're still going to plan prom together. Because Claire needs, like, some, like, normal teenage girl things in her life because she had been through some fucking shit. Seriously. It's insane. Justice for Claire. Like, we fucking hate her, don't get me wrong, but, like, justice for Claire. Exactly. Exactly. Also, justice for Hazel. Oh, my God, Hazel. She's so underserved. Truly. Um, But then Zig, we're back with Zig, who's, like, performing for Vince and making Tiny perform with him. Yeah, and the whole Vince has this like very like he does not look impressed he does not look impressed and then at the end he's like amused by it I don't know that was great and then like we hear and then like Zig or Maya FaceTime Zig for like five seconds and then we hear like a banging on the door and it's like this is the police and then Zig's like gotta go by but it's not the police it's some like gang guy with a big old bag of molly for Vince and then Vince also and then Vince 
looks just looks at it and says, "This is great, Molly." With <laughs> additional information. Just, I can just tell this is he, great. He just eyeballs it. Yeah, it's like this unregulated drug. Yeah, I can tell right off the bat. Look at that, great, Molly. And then Vince is like, "Hey, Zig. Well, since you're here and you're staying here for free, like." You might as well help me sell this. And that's how the episode ends. And it's like, know. oh, no. I don't know if he's asking him to help him sell it or just for him to, like, help out at stuff at home and it's going to lead to selling it. I don't know. But he has to, like, go and, like, help weigh things. Yeah, I guess so. Or count or whatever. I don't know. I, I, I don't He has to help in some way, which is not good because this is exactly what he was trying to get out of. Yeah. Like, drug running and selling and shit. Yeah. And I don't, I don't really know how this works. So I'm me neither, like, man. Do you count it? Do you weigh it? I don't know. With weed, you weigh it. That's all. That's all the information <laughs> that I have. I don't. Do you? Weigh, I don't know if you weigh Molly. You probably just know like how much. Probably is. just count it. Yeah. Their pills. Yeah. That makes more sense. I don't know, man. Uh, but that's the end of the episode. Spirit Squad, Captain. Uh, Clarinelli, something maybe. I don't know. Tristan. For sure. putting himself out there and admitting who he is yeah. and owning it. Ship. I'm going to friendship Allie and Claire. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'll regular ship Tristan and Gage. Yeah, I was going to say it. that too. I was going to say that too. Yeah. All right, great. I'm um, so glad we don't do moral anymore. <laughs> that stopped being a thing a very long time ago. I know, but once in a while I feel like I need to do a third thing and I'm so glad It's like, I oh no, we don't have to do that anymore. Um... Morals, be yourself and be honest. Anyway, <laughs> which is literally what the moral was for 90% of our episodes. Be honest. Be true to your heart. True to your heart. Remember that 98 Degrees song that was on the Mulan soundtrack? I have very few memories of 98 Degrees. 98 Degrees was never my thing. It was never my thing either, but they were definitely but on the soundtrack of Mulan, and they like kind of covered a Stevie Wonder song. Oh my <laughs> also, I do definitely remember Nick Lachey's 98 Degrees tattoo. Oh, yeah. Did he get that removed? He got it covered up with another worse tattoo. <laughs> worse than the barbed wire tattoo he already has? Does he still have that? I don't know. Probably. Oh, barbed wire tattoos. Sporty Spice had one of those. <laughs> she did, because I was Sporty Spice for Halloween in second grade, and I drew it on my arm. Yeah. Or my mom drew it on my yeah. arm. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> grapevine. Okay, we have a tweet and we have a cliff notes of an email. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so the tweet is from Martini Mom at my name is Allison. And they say, what happened to middle, Little Mistakes? I'd like to hear your theories. Oh, yeah, we have not been there. We have not. In a while. And we have no one who needs to work at a steakhouse for hijinks. Yeah. Why doesn't Zig work at Little Mistakes? I don't know. Right? He needs to be a chef. Send him over to Little Where was Mistakes. he a chef? Unnamed place. Unnamed fancier place. I don't know. Maybe they just didn't want to pay for the, the weird costumes and the, the other set. <laughs> True. But in the universe of Degrassi, do you think it's still open? Do you think it's still frequented? I think that Little Mistakes closed down. Yeah, it's kind of like a weird novelty. It's a weird novelty thing. It's thing. got a weird like rainforest cafe. Not going to be open for that long kind of vibe. Although rainforest cafe lasted for a while. I feel like it's still open in some places, right? Yeah. Like I feel like it's open at like like downtown Disney and like Las Vegas and yeah. like weird like weird tourist places probably There's somewhere. Like I think. I know that there's, like, a few... There's at least one, like, on the road between L.A. and San Jose, and I only know that because a friend of mine was (laughs) texting me on a road trip and went to a rainforest cafe, and I was really jealous. 1,000% a rainforest cafe in downtown. Yeah, I knew that. Allegra confirmed there's a rainforest cafe in downtown Disney. I've definitely been to that one. I think it's one of those, though. I think... I think it closed. I but yeah. Think, I don't think it was due to a health violation, but I think maybe it could have been. I think it just, like, wasn't getting enough action yeah. in the Toronto area. Yeah. I could see, like, people getting over, like, the shtick of it and yeah. then not wanting to go anymore. Yeah. Because I bet the food wasn't that good. It didn't look like a good food kind of restaurant. No. It looked gross. <laughs> yeah. It looked like 
there was it a looked steakhouse. like cheap steakhouse yeah it looked like there was a steakhouse near where i grew up called arthur's and it had like a similar vibe except mm. it was like a little bit nicer <laughs> um all right but then we also have an email so we got a beautiful email from tamra who is the person who said i think she had like run in or her a girl from her hometown dated johnny demarco i'm going to read bits and pieces of this email but there are some things that i feel like i can't read because we might get sued because none of this is substantiated information but we do appreciate <laughs> we, and love the we, email is beautiful we loved the shit out of this email please know that we love and appreciate it but also we can't talk about um drunken antics of degrassi stars yeah um but apparently so a girl from her hometown dated johnny demarco but she wasn't close with her and but she crept from afar. He was rocking the same haircut he had in the college eps of him when Allie runs away to his dorm and seemed like a cool dude. Um, it was probably around 2008, so maybe he was on the show at this point. I don't remember. I have no concept of time when it comes to the show anymore. Um, but Tamara lived in Toronto from 2009 to 2011, and she, one time she ran into Lauren Collins and Adamo uh, on the street and apparently fangirled over them. But they were very friendly and she got to chat with them. So that's also pretty cool. Um, and then one, oh, one time Stacey Farber came into the burrito place that Tamara was working at. And she was kind of drunk, but they took a photo together. And she sent us the photo. And it's beautiful. It's really and she good. does look very drunk. She does look good. But uh, <laughs> it's, it's love. She, Tamara also sent us some really great photos. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then she also said she went to see the pop band that was called Caramel. That was Cassie Steele's pop band. And she sent us a link to like a video of the show she went to, which is wild. Here's the thing. Tamara sent us fucking receipts. She really so did. Just, like, not she really that did. We can share with the world. <laughs> Um, we believe all of your stories. We just don't want to be liable. So all of this is beautiful and amazing. And if anyone else has had any encounters with cast members of Degrassi, please, please email us. And we will only share like things that won't get anybody in trouble on the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> um, like, I know we've had a listener who sent us a photo from a mall tour of Degrassi with Jake Epstein. Oh, my God. That is still maybe one of my favorite things I've ever it's seen in my so entire good. life. So if anyone else has, like, been to a mall tour in their time and saw the cast members of Degrassi, please send us those photos. I want to see all of them. I love it all. Um, but that's all that we have for Grapevine today. If you would like to be featured on the next Grapevine segment, you can tweet at us at GrassyPod or on Instagram at GrassyPod. You can email us at whateverittakespodcast at gmail.com. You can listen to us pretty much anywhere, but if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that'd be super cool. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HollandTacular. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Kelsex with a Z at the end. Or you can follow my weird um, stock photography account called Y.Stock. And Holland, what do you want to recommend to the humans of the world? The only thing I got is that I've been watching that kind of trashy rally show called Are You the One, which is on MTV. Um, and it's beautiful and I love it and I won't apologize for that. <laughs> Girl, live your best life. I just told you that I watch a ton of Chop. <laughs> I'm not better. Um... Also, I want to be watching more dating shows, and it's hard. That one's a good one. It's hard when you share a television with a person who yeah. does not want to watch a dating show. Stupid. You it should is... overrule. Because Are You the One also kind of is based on, like, math and probability. Because it's, like, it's like 10 guys and 10 girls enter a home, and the conceit is, like, they've all taken, like, a matchmaker test, so... Theoretically, there are 10 perfect match couples in this house, but you don't know who your perfect match is. And every week you have to try to like match up and figure out who your perfect match is. And you, they do the ceremony where you have to like pick a match and you sit together and then they'll tell you how many matches you got correct, but not who the correct ones are. So it's like a process of elimination and trying to figure it all out. And it's a hot mess because there are people who like will match up 
with people who they think are the matches and then there are ways to figure out if you are or you aren't and when you get confirmed not a perfect match people still want to stay with their no match couples and it causes like a big drama because people are because you win a million dollars if you get it all right within 10 weeks or something it's a yeah and uh right now it's gonna expire probably soon but i signed up for a seven day free trial of like mtv hits on our prime account and the first four seasons are just like free to stream on Prime right now. So if you can get the time in like the next three days, you could watch a season of Are You The One for free because we share a Prime. I cannot, but I I will fucking try. You know, I keep getting forced into watching like The Deadliest Catch. And I think I just need to... So if you're being forced to watch shit you don't want to watch, you should just be forcing people to watch shit that they don't want to watch. This is what I'm saying. There needs to be be some compromise. I mean, there's plenty. Don't get me wrong. Like, (laughs) they watch a bunch of shit they don't want to watch, but also I'm going to be like, "Mm." Are you the one? Every time (laughs) that you watch The Deadliest Catch, I'm going to get to watch Are You the One? And I think that's going to be the new rule in my house. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Because I want to watch. It's good. I also might just own the first couple seasons of it anyway. So even when this thing does expire, they might still be there. Oh, good. Um, I am going to recommend this like weird. I, I, It's quantified as a graphic novel. I hesitate to call it a graphic novel. It's more of an art book. Okay. Because it's just like these really beautiful illustrations with like very minimal text. And it's super like short. It's like it's so art heavy. Um, but it's called Vivisectionary, and it's by Kate LaCour, and it's, like, really, really beautiful. It's beautiful and, like, very grotesque, which is, like, extremely my vibe. Like, I bought it at a comic book store, and I showed it to Cohabitator, and they were like, it's like someone made a book with you in mind. (laughs) Yeah, no, it is. It's, like, it, it, like freaked them out because it's like a little bit like weird and like kind of grotesque is the only word I can use for it but it's good it's real good vivisectionary Kate LaCour cool darkest fuck (laughs) all right well that is all that we have for you guys today thank you as always to Jay for our wonderful theme song and thank all of you for listening goodbye Panthers bye Panthers